Derren's out very deep. Chautauqua still last. Fell swoop goes up the inside of Russian Revolution. Stride for stride. Fell swoop. Russian Revolution. English comes off heels. And the mare is starting to let down. English goes after Fell swoop. Russian Revolution's run his race. Further back to Voodoo Lad. It's English and Fell swoop fighting it out. Chautauqua very late. It's English a half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua. He's flying. Yes. There's history. Chautauqua makes it three in a row. That is unbelievable. He got up to beat English in fell swoop. Then Tavachi, Voodoo Lad, Russian Revolution, Malaguera, Darren, Rebel, Dane, a stern Japanese, Maspeth, Rock Magic, Target inside. Chautauqua winning, the 20, winning his third TJ Smith uh, back in 2017. Beaver, how are you? Good to see you, my friend. Yeah, very good, mate. That was amazing, isn't it? Yeah, that yeah. was one of. The, if that wasn't one of the fastest last two hundred you've ever seen, maybe even three or four hundred, um, I'll turn it up. It, yeah, it was just nowhere. The only one better I've seen would probably be when he did it in Hong Kong, um, where he wasn't yes. even a shot in the last two hundred. But um, yeah, three group ones for him. We do have four on the program tomorrow, headlined by the Doncaster, the TJ Smith, uh, the Derby, and what have I forgotten? The sires, for the two-year-olds. Um, so good to have you back, Beaver. You missed uh, missed last week away yes. uh, enjoying the Easter break. How did it treat you? Yeah, very good. Thank you, mate. Sunning, sunning myself with the family. So, um, yeah, it's a great great weekend away. Uh, beautiful weather and uh, managed to have a bit of a bet and have a punt myself with a couple of friends. So it was a good weekend. Nice. Any luck? Yeah, I did get a few winners, mate. So I um, was pretty pleased with myself by the end of the day. Very good. Um, should we get into tomorrow? We'll kick off at the championships uh, where we've had some rain last couple of days. It looks pretty good from here, though. Uh, so tra- it, they're listing it as heavy this morning. I'm thinking it's probably going to be a, no worse than soft by the time we get to Saturday. Uh, rail is in the true. Should pretty much play like typical Randwick. Any uh, any thoughts on how the track might play? Yeah, look, I'm hoping uh, we get a pretty uh, fair track. Look, I think... I think it'll suit horses um, off pace, um, as well as if you if you up front. Uh, I don't think that'll count against you as long as you can control the race from there. Let's kick off in the two-year-old kindergarten stakes, Group Three, over the eleven hundred metres. Do you want to lead us away here? Yeah, look, mate. I thought this was a really, really tough affair. The, the kindergarten stakes here. Uh, uh, an unraced commodity in Bahama uh, looks to have trialled reasonably well, so it's certainly in the market. Uh, on the exposed form, I've gone for Vandula Lass. Uh, I thought the first two runs uh, were pretty good in its first prep, and I'm hoping that it's ready to go first up um, on the weekend. Should sit on the pace and um, might be might be the horse to beat. Yeah, I'm with the, uh, the two you mentioned, basically, but Vandula Lass um, was good on debut, Craig Williams rode it then, now comes back here, or gets back on board here. Uh, rocketing Rocket Tiger went to went to the slipper um, from just uh, putting pressure on outside there and uh, I think gets a softer lead here. Probably hard to beat. Uh, the trial of Baham was really good. Yeah. It was a synthetic trial, so take what you will. But um, I think the two the mm. two Hawks horses are the are the two main chances for me. Yeah, five dollars when do I so I think that's a nice little play. We'll get to the second the uh, Carbine Club this time for the three-year-olds over the mile. 
uh, where we see a bit of a mix of midweek form, some coming back from the group and some from Melbourne. Uh, what about here? Yeah, tricky. Another tricky little affair here. Hard to get a line on the form, but um, look, you probably got to go with the Irishman. Um, it's three runs in this time have been very good, and last uh, I think last start was uh, very close second to Hungry Heart, which was ultra impressive on the weekend. Yeah. Um, if it's running half a length behind Hungry Heart in this, I think we'll be getting the chocolates. So Irishman for me looks to. Have drawn well, should get a fairly good cosy run and um, had a nice little trial just to prep up for this. So the Irishman for me, uh, maybe the hardest to beat is Kikus. Um, had two really good wins at the midweeks. Uh, is drawn wide. Uh, it's got no weight on its back. So this will probably be the first telling sign as to um, if they can run on and finish off in this. Yeah, I've starting the same place as you with the Irishman. I'm saying, well, Hungry Heart was probably the win of the day last week, um, chasing yeah. down Harmony Rose against the bias, so that's got to be decent enough form for here. Uh, Josh Parr should sit close enough, and uh, a good yeah, good starting point in this race. Uh, giving the wheelhouse another chance, did finish alongside Mawanga in the lead-up here, and uh, I'm, you know, at the end of the day, we'll spoil, uh, not Mawanga, um, Montefilia, just behind Mawanga, and I'm, um, saying that's good enough form for a derby, so got to give it a chance here. But uh, the Irishman, I think, is a nice horse. So uh, in agreeance again there. The race three is the country championship final. Uh, I'm leaving this one alone. Do you like any here? Yeah, me too. No, nothing there for me, mate. Okay. Uh, Race four, the group three, Adrian Knox, over 2,000 metres for the girls' last lead up into the Oaks. Uh, I don't really like a lot of this... Form at all, I think it probably is what it is, but a lot of this is midweek stuff. Um, a lot of the the haven't haven't had the run over the trip yet, so I'm actually going to go down to the the different form and get away from Sydney and go to the two coming from down south. Uh, Salto Angel finished yep. second in the Oaks uh, was pretty good chasing uh, a nice one at Bendigo in the St Ledger there, and she's a bit of a I like Tommy Marquandon because she's a bit of a a plotter, and I like that. He seems to, in these staying races, really trying to get him revved up around the 600, and uh, that'll get her into the race. And I think here um, she's set up nicely to, to beat a lot of horses that I think are just midweek horses. And um, one of my old favourites, Checkerboard, probably gets control and comes off yeah. leading the Tasmanian Oaks. And they're the two here that I think will back up into next week, and I'm giving them both a chance. Away from that, Landa Hoy, I think, just right out of different form, and John Sargent does pretty well with these staying girls, but... The rest of the Sydney stuff, I didn't like at all. What do you think? Yeah, I kind of went a similar train of thought to you. I I did have a a liking for Checkerboard. I thought it was interesting that they had brought Checkerboard um, to Sydney. Its last win was very good, and its price starts to that, although it hadn't won, was around the money and in quite good form. Um, Salto Angel's an interesting runner. Um, As you said, it's... Should be hitting its peak now uh, in prep for for the big of big uh, test uh, next start. Look, flexible again is certainly its two wins were very good. Then it was disappointing when it got out of its ground on a uh, a leader bias track. I thought its run last start was a good again. Uh, finished off nicely. It gets the step up to two thousand. 
doesn't handle 2000. If it does, um, and again, they can finish off and, and there's any chinks in any of these horses, uh, armors, flexible could be the one to beat. So I, I like checkerboard with flexible as the main danger. Yeah, I like Tommy Bear going on flexible. I feel like that'll suit it as well. Um, if if that is if the Sydney form is the right one, I think she's the one which you've covered off quite well there. The Group Two Chairman's handicap over the twenty six hundred. Uh, again, less than enthusiastic here, but I'll. I'll I think I'm going to st- I'm going to have to stick with the uh, the Gay Waterhouse form. Um, Sacramento and Hush Rider they should lead together have control of this race, and I, there's no chases at the end of the day. Um, so between the two of them, I think one of them will win. Uh, any Anything to add? Mate, you're getting smoke signals there. I am. Look at this. It hasn't worked all day, and now I've got my mosquito coil slowly yeah. choking me. So if I suddenly pass out, it's, um, it's from <laughs> asphyxiation. No, it's good. The smoke, <laughs> the smoke signals are good, mate. Um, it says I, Sacramento's going to win. Was, yeah, this was this was an ordinary affair. Um, I'm going to stick with Collide. Okay. Uh, look, it's. I thought his first up run was good. Uh, last start was too bad to be true, to be honest. Uh, I got back to last. I never thought I'd get back that far, um, and wasn't suited in that race. So I'm just going to put a line through that start. Third up. Um, look, I th- I'm hoping there's improvement there, but I'm only speculating. In what's a weak affair? Hopefully, it's just that was an anomaly of a run. And uh, given that it was almost favourite last start, um, look at around the eleven twelve dollar mark. I think it's worth worth backing up and taking the risk. Yeah, fair enough. And, and uh, yeah, drawing inside probably not a bad thing. Can hopefully settle a bit closer. Uh, we get to the first of the group ones. First of the four group ones on the card: the sires uh, over the fourteen hundred metres for the two year olds. Uh, yeah, one in the past by the likes of Piero uh, and some some good horses. Hasn't been done. Some slipper form stood up here. Nothing's uh, nothing's really come out. Oh, since Piero, nothing's run the slipper in this. Uh, but I'm saying that the best finisher in the slipper when the last uh, the last best 600 of the whole meeting, Animo, uh, very impressive. And I think coming to here, there's not a lot. It's got to it's going to sit close enough here. J Mac goes on. I think it's a horse to beat. Yeah, 100%. Uh, looks very hard to beat. Look, it's just flying at the moment, and uh, yeah, can't see anything here beating it. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't even really want to talk about too many of the dangers. The four moves ahead was pretty good. But I don't think there is any. I, I think, yeah. I think it's my best of the day, so we'll leave it at that. The Group 1 ATC Derby over the 2,500, uh, 2,400, I should say, where do you want to start? Yeah, look, I I've, I I like Montefilia. Um, I think it's it's just you know worked into it's two runs for this uh, prep. I've got a tip top for this affair. Uh, everything seems to be uh, pointing to it for a third up tilt. We know that we know it'll appreciate the twenty four hundred. It'll get a good run from the gate four. Um, yeah, for me, it just looks looks the standout pick here. And uh, I thought Skylab was probably the main danger. Outside of that, you, you're probably just clutching a little bit at straws with some of the others. 
Um, yeah, Old Town was good last start. It stuck on really well. I thought that was impressive um, as an outside chance. Young Werther, look, I thought it it loomed up last start like it it could win. Uh, probably didn't quite finish off. Um, so a bit of a question mark there for me for the 2400. Montepelia uh, looks a standout. Yeah, I, I'm with you. It's first two runs, it's just, uh, it hasn't got warm to the last 200 and then it's been close to the finish both times. I think it's an out-and-out stayer and it all, yeah, it was in that very, very fast Oaks. Uh, just got nabbed rolling on the pace there at the death and I think this is a, well, arguably a weaker race. I'm not interested in else out in this race, to be honest. The only one for me would be the Derby winner from New Zealand, Rocket Speed, who I'll, uh, I might have a saver just because we don't know. Uh, it, it's been impressive yep. a couple of times, but so far everything out of that Derby's come here and not really done anything. So, yeah, not much to add. That Yale Town led up last week on the bias, but uh, that was a slow run race, so not interested in that form. And, uh, yeah, you're left with the girl, and I think she can win this, and she might even back up and win the Oaks a week later. Possibly. Yeah. The uh, TJ Smith stakes over the Group 1, no, the Group 1 over the 1,200 metres, I should say, at Wait for Age. This is a cracking race. Um, every bit as yeah. good as, as the Everest. Do you want to lead us away? I, yeah. I will lead us away. Look, this is an unbelievable race. Uh, it's even a shame that Hawk Brown, her was scratched. Mm. There's probably only two horses at the bottom there that can't win. Um you know, it's, it's it's drawn all the best sprinters uh, in the land at the moment. Uh, I've gone for Eduardo. Uh, I just think the the last two runs have been too good to be true. First up, it's had the sit on nature strip and ran it down over the twelve hundred here. I just can't see how it won't do that again. And last start, it was just unbelievable. Um, it, it it just destroyed them. Um, so I'm a bit surprised it's not favourite, to be honest. I thought Bivouac, its first two runs this prep have been less than inspiring. Um, Nature's Trip's been very good, uh, but Eduardo beat it last start. And for me, that you know almost points to why it should be uh, further in the market. So Eduardo, for me, Marsh Crusaders going really well at the moment. It was a great win at the Valley last start. Uh, it can win. And, yes, September run, uh, again, very similar to Bivouac, is, hasn't, hasn't really come up this prep, it looks like, so it'll be interesting to see how it runs. But it's, I, kind of, I find it interesting that um, Bivouac and September's runs forms not that much different, to be honest, and one's 360 and one's $11. Yeah. I, don't, I don't, haven't seen anything in either of Bivouac's runs this prep for to have it close to favourite. I know it's probably a tw- or it is a twelve hundred meter horse, but uh, these a lot of these have beaten it convincingly uh, over twelve hundred unless mm. it's up the straight. I I think if it's going to be out of the lead ups, uh, yeah, you have to have it. I think you have to have Eduardo favourite. Um, I'm actually going to go with the William Reed form. Uh, Mask Crusader was pretty impressive. I know it was a miracle run, and it was a one lane highway. You had to be along the fence there to win. Um, so the two dangers then are the two best closers that uh, Libertini, who does have a win over twelve hundred here over Classique Legend, I know it was probably a a warm up race for Classique, but um, second up can can be in the finish here, gate one. Tommy Berry might have to pull a trick there, and September run again uh, for the same reason, just because it's over the odds. If you're getting 
12 13 dollars it's going to be one of the best finishes uh, Craig Williams knows the horse obviously quite well um, so looking towards yeah those are the those two plus Eduardo and Mars Crusader will be the quality numbers for me basically Let's get to the last of the group ones, the Doncaster over the mile, where, yeah, we have the favourite coming out of the All-Star mile. We've got form from uh, all the lead-outs. We've got three-year-olds here. And how are you going to have a, how are you going to play it, Beaver? What's happening? You were going to go first here, mate. I can I'll go first. Away. No, that's fine. I'll go first. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put Mugger 2 on top. Uh, I'll, I think the three-year-olds aren't very good, so I'm taking the opinion I don't really want to be around them. Uh, I am against the lead-up, which was the uh, – or anything behind Think It Over. I've gone, okay, not interested there, even though I think Think It Over is a chance. Uh, and everything out of the Avilius race, which was the the other – yeah, the George Ryder. I'm against that whole form. So all it leaves me with is Mugger 2 on top, pretty dominant in the All-Star mile, unbeaten at the mile. And I'm going to give chances to Yao Dash because it's I don't necessarily like a leader in a Doncaster around Randwick, but it's been pretty impressive both its wins. I know last week was was bias advantage, but gets a quick backup as well uh, and control here. And uh, third choice is probably I'll just give it another chance. Now there's some sting in the ground to Aegon, the Kiwi. How have you approached it? <laughs> You're looking at me very pensive. No, 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 no. I, I, I agree with you. Look, I, I think Mugger Two is going to be extremely hard to beat. But I just, I know, and I know it's two from two over sixteen hundred. I'm just not sure that that's its ideal distance. Um, but maybe, maybe it is. I thought. I, I wonder whether its run last start was a little bit flattering, given the state of the track and how the race was run. Um, I agree with that. And, and maybe not. And the favourite um, not turning up. Yeah. And, and the favourite not turning up. So I, wa- I wasn't fully convinced uh, that Mugger 2, uh, 450, but you're right, this isn't an overly sh- – this is a lot of younger horses here. You've got Mwanga and y- Yardash is the, the next two in the market, which um, are the younger horses. Mwanga drawn in gate 21. I think it's going to have to produce something very special from there um, yeah. to win this. And I just don't know if it is of that. Super quality to do that. Time will tell. Yeah, Dash, I thought was outstanding um, last week. Again, even though it's had everything go its its own way, um, it's probably fairly foolproof in the sense that it's going to go be on pace again in this um, and be hard to beat. Look, I've I've gone for Avilius. I I think Avilius is going to be super hard to beat. I thought it's. Uh, the way it finished off um, last start over the 1500 at Rose Hill, it's going to be further suited here at the 1600 at Randwick. It's it's drawn uh, middle of a pack, which means it, it probably gets in the running line. And I think it can be the horse that's uh, coming hard at the end, probably with Mugger 2. Um, so I've gone for Avilius to beat Yardash. And the other two that I have put in uh, is... Uh, Aon, Aegon, and uh, Mugger 2 as well. So I think, um, yeah, it's probably coming from in, in those four. Yeah, I think uh, the cutout helps Avilius, uh, and I also, 
I probably agree that if if Avilius gets that gap and runs away and wins by two lengths, where it's probably starting favourite uh, in that yeah. in the uh, George Ryder. So I understand that, and yeah, when we get to our quaddy, have no problem with that. And then sort of the rest of them, I've had enough of your rocks and your fun stars and your Superman. Yeah. Leave me out. I'd have to see a miracle to beat some of these. Yeah. Uh, let's wrap up the day then with the Group 3, PJ Bell for the girls, three-odd fillies. The sprint race here. Um, I'll go first again just for you, but um, I just thought Mabush came, Mabusha came through the right lead-up race here, chasing Isotope and Orphean. That's essentially Group 1 form. It was very fast race. Uh, I think this is a much weaker race. Gets a nice setup here. Drawing, um, it's in gate thirteen, but I think can get enough cover and and to have a good enough sprint to duck a, to duck a, to the outside and wrap up this field, uh, and probably you know, and easily goes on top for me actually. And I thought the main danger might have been Najma, the stable mate. Yeah, I went the same way. I thought Mabusha. I backed it last start, and I, I tipped it last start, and I think you've summed up. Might have been a bit of a, a second up syndrome. Uh, as well a victim there, uh, but I think everything sets up here. This is a weaker affair than that. So Mabusha for me, um, if it doesn't if it doesn't quite finish off hard enough, I think Never Talk is the is the knockout chance if the pace is on um, and they're coming down the middle of the track late in the day. Never Talk's probably got the biggest finish in this race, so it's, it's probably the the, the other one that uh, stands out. Great. Um, ha- yeah, that wraps up the day one of the championships at Randwick. Uh, should we do a team, Cordy? How are we going to do this? Yeah, we'll do a team, Cordy, mate. All right. You can uh, you can veto some here. So leg one, we will start with as my – find the page here. So leg one, I'm going to go one, two, three, six, and 16. Um, happy to leave the town out. Happy with that. Yep. Cool. No, that's fine. Leg two, one, two, three, five, nine, eleven. But we can cut out those top two if you if you want to take that on, which is Bivouac and Nature Strip. No, I'll just leave out eleven September run. Okay, so Libertini in September run out. Yeah, yep. Leg three, the Doncaster one and two, which is uh yeah as we talked about Marga two and Avilius, then uh, nine, yep. twelve, and eighteen. Yep, good for me. Cool, and we'll come home if one, three, and eight. I've just put every rose in the other the other one I hadn't mentioned, and actually we'll put never talking. Yep. So we'll leave every rose out for never talk. So yeah, that's it. Th- yep, Perfect. three, six, and eight. Beautiful. It's around be around fifteen percent for that, uh, with a couple we've pulled out there. So. Yeah, very good. Your best and your value play for Randwick. Yeah, my best comes up in race eight, number three, Eduardo. Best bet of the day. Nice. And my value bet of the day comes up in race nine, number two, Avilius. Very good. The two group ones for you, Beaver. I'm going to make Animo my best of the day, and I'll make my value in the the Adrian Knox Salto Angel. I think she'll run really well there. Both those um, good, good. shippers coming up will run well. Should we have a quick look through Caulfield? Like it would. Yeah, let's have a quick dash through Caulfield. 
where the rail is in a 10 metre mark, apparently with a little bit of rain around, so we'll just watch and see. Um, last time it was in a 10 metre mark was last spring and pay, played a little bit on pace, so we'll, we'll watch for that. I'm not that interested in the first two races. They feel like trap races to me. Yeah, I, th- I didn't like anything in the first. The second, I thought Native Soldier first up uh, could be the horse to beat. I think if it is playing on pace, it'll probably be uh, hopefully in the lead, uh, goes well fresh and has good enough form to to win this race. So I think it's last start uh, before it went at, on a break at one at Caulfield. Um, it led and beats Manolo. Blanick, um, a starting favourite, and beat it quite comfortably. So, for me, um, that's good enough uh, form for a race like this. Yeah, cool. Also has a win over Tavisan here at last prep as well. Yeah. Race three over the eleven hundred metres. I my old my old sparring partner's back with a new stable. It's tried all right, but um, Superium's been sort of haunted by wet tracks for its whole life. It feels like. Um, it's going to go on to Team Hawks, had the one trial. I think they've sent it south looking for something drier. And I'm going to put it on top. Uh, we'll see how the new stable, what the new stable can do with it. But uh, Superium on top for me, number one in race three. Any thoughts on this race? Yeah, I, I thought you might go for Superium. I'm going to go for Wilmot Pass, first up, uh, third up as well. Uh, I think this horse has a little bit of ability, just hard to catch it. Um it hasn't been far, far off the mark in its first two runs, this preparation. Uh, so, yeah, it will not pass for me. Cool. Uh, race four over the 1,100 metre for the girls. Uh, tricky one again. Have you, got, have you got anything here? Mate, I thought some, I thought switched um, might, might be hard to beat. I thought it was just good value. Uh, they've taken it down from Sydney. Its form's been... Pretty good in Sydney. It's it gets on pace uh, and always tries really hard. So for me, around the seven fifty mark, I thought switch was good value. Cool. Uh, I didn't like the race a lot. I think Cordelia will improve a lot uh, from its first up run, where it was just stuck on that wet track and out wide and never a factor. And uh, yeah, Lasage the main other danger for me. Uh, again, not that thrilled about that one. Race number five. I'm a bit more excited about the next couple of races because there's some good betting opportunities. Do you like the favourite in the uh, in race five over the 1,400 metres? Yeah, I do. I thought Ana Visto um, was pretty impressive last start at Bendigo. Uh, won quite comfortably. Prior to that, was was probably a little bit unlucky and won well at Pakenham the start before that. So no reason it can't re- repeat the dose here. Uh, drawn, drawn the two. Uh, pretty foolproof, hard to beat. Agree. It's got, um, yeah, it's found its legs now. It's got the best jockey on the program and uh, off a big win, I think. One of the better bets of the day, easy to find and, and probably easy to like, to be honest with you. And yep. I will repeat the same with um, in race six, the Galilee Series final, where Lequiro is coming off the big Bendigo win as well. And I think we'll beat this midweek form again. Yeah, 100%. Not much more to add there. Um, yeah, it looks super hard to beat. Beautiful. Uh, the chairman's handicap is race number seven. I was passing on this. Anything to add? Yeah, look, I, I, I wasn't overly keen on the affair, but I thought uh, Mahican Heights represented good value. 
Um, again, it was was doing had a couple of runs here in Sydney. Uh, took it to Mornington and it won. Uh, no reason it can't be uh, around the money again and main danger Yonkers. Um, uh, generally around the mark in races like this. Yeah, cool. Uh, race eight. I'll go with the Mohican Heights form in race eight over the two thousand meters, where Grand Promenade was first up when it was just nabbed by Mohican Heights at Mornington. I think second up now. It's had the run. Comes here. Jai McNeil seems to win every staying race in Melbourne at the moment, so I think it'll be much improved from that first up run. And I don't think there's that many chases here. I think Miyaki will improve out to a distance, but um, yeah, Grand Promenade. Should win the eighth, in my opinion. Anything to add? Yeah, mate, I've I've gone against you there. I've gone for uh, Wycliffe. Okay. Um, uh, overseas horse. Uh, look, it's had first two runs in this preparation. I think have been pretty good. It's finished off nicely. Now it gets out to a more suitable distance in the two thousand meters. If you just have a look at the last couple of runs at Mornington, was was fifth behind uh, Flanders Rain, uh, which won really well that day um, and just controlled the race. Uh, I think it's a horse on the way up Flanders Rain, so I don't think that was a bad run at all. And prior, prior to that was three lengths behind Fighting Arata, which was very impressive at Bendigo last start over 1,400, so even not overly suitable distances. So the 1,400 to the 1,600 out of the 2,000 now suits. Um Gets the two kilo claim, so it's carrying 52 and a half, uh, which is no weight on its back. I think this is going to be really super hard to beat. Excellent. Yeah, damn. Nice find. Um, I will make sure I add it to my quaddy. Uh, let's wrap up the day over the mile. Uh, do you like the favourite in the last, Viva? Oh, look, I think it's probably the hardest to beat. The $2.25 is a, at the moment. It's probably a little bit skinnier, skinny at the moment for me, but it uh, looks the horse to beat. I couldn't find anything to beat it. Um, so probably just leaning that way. Yeah, I thought the, the craziest odds in a race was Algaleo. I know it's first up a mile, um, but it had an outstanding prep, last prep. It's nearly 20 to 1 at the moment, and... I think, yeah, it goes, I think for me, just at least goes in quaddies. I think it's the overs. Uh, platoon saw the obvious, but it's, you know, what what does that mean? It's not really form I'm excited about. So uh, we'll leave that race there. Uh, and for progroupracing.com.au, we'll give our best at Caulfield and value. What do you think? Yeah, my best bet of the day comes up in race five, number one, Anavista. Yep. And... My value bet comes up in race seven, number eight, Mohican Heights. Nice. I'm going to make my best. Uh, I'll make my best to Vista as well. Agree with you there. And I think Lacura will win the race after. So those two. And uh, without really a massive value, I'll, I'll just say El Galeo over the odds in the last around $17. Uh, some other good racing around Australia. Uh, just quickly, I'll mention not a heap that I was that keen on at Morpheville. I thought in the two-year-old race, the Godolphin horse will run well, which I've just lost my notes. Uh, where are we here? Translation should run well over there in the uh, Dequetville Stakes, race number four, horse two. Uh, have you had a look up north at Doombin? Mate, I do have one at Morpherville for you. It was very impressive last start, and it'll be hard to beat again. This weekend is race six, number five, Reynolds. Um, don't let that one get under your guard. Okay. 
and Durban. I do have, a, I've got four up in, up north. So the King of the North is uh, keen on a few up north. Uh, race two, number two, Humboldt Currents. Mm. Uh, I think that'll be super hard to beat. It was a good win yeah. last start. Yeah, flying up there. Uh, yeah. Race four, race four, number 13, Amici. Uh, but that was uh, probably one of the best bets on the card. Um, my next bet was in race seven, number one, Simply Fly. Thought it would be hard to beat at some decent odds. And my next best was race eight, number one, Jaden Tom. Nice. $3.50. There's a day outlined up at Doombin for the punters. Good work, Peter. You won't, you won't be, be emptying your wallet there, mate. <laughs> Excellent. Nice work. Good to have you back. Uh, for progroupracing.com.au, it's been Show Us Your Tips. Be sure to check us out on uh, Spotify, iTunes. Give us a subscribe on YouTube and give us a bit of feedback. And I will catch you for some midweek stuff, Beaver, next Tuesday. Sounds like a plan, mate.